Welcome back, everybody. We are so excited to be back. Welcome yes. to the To Love Do Us podcast. We are again. We're so glad you're here. Uh, we know there's still hope. And that's why you are listening. Or else you wouldn't be listening, right? So uh, we are proud of you for being a warrior, for being a fighter, for hanging in there. for Hanging out with to, us. <laughs> yeah, hanging out with us, looking to the future. And... Even if hope is small, you're trying to keep it alive. by Hold on to it. Yes, by listening, learning, changing, anything, doing anything you can to improve, keep that hope alive. Improve yourself and hold on to that hope. If hope is even just a little bit there, the, the, the fight is not over. That's right. So we are here with you. So last week, we... Did a little brief review of active listening at the beginning of the podcast. And then Bethany, I interviewed Bethany hmm. and we, we sort of instilled some of those strategies into the interview. However, we thought, you know what? Let's go a little bit deeper into the active listening part of things because yeah. that, that's what's really, it's really important. That's what's really important. I mean, the interview is too. I hope you learned something last yeah. week, but part, you know, and you got to know Bethany too. <laughs> so. And, you know, she did share personal things. I did. And so she was vulnerable, and I hope that meant something to you. So this week, we're going to review a little bit more about active listening, because it's like it's like if you're out in the woods and you need to start a fire and you don't have an axe, mm -hmm. and you have these logs there. Well, how are you going to chip them? I mean, how are you going to Break them into firewood. Active listening is like an axe, okay? You, you need to have... This tool, it's a tool, it's not a miracle tool, but it is a useful tool. So add it to your apart tool from, belt. <laughs> yeah. Apart from everything else we've talked about, add this to your tool belt. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. And if you haven't been writing stuff down, we really strongly recommend you do. Take notes and Take review. Notes. Yeah. yeah. Write stuff down because... It, it's it's valuable information or you can go back and listen to the podcast it doesn't matter but you know take this information and record it somehow all right so here we go so number one one of the things we said was listen to understand not to respond you're not there to respond you're not listening in that moment to respond to create your answer to form your answer Right, your job is to listen, to understand. You're gonna act like an investigator, like an investigative reporter, trying to uh, trying to understand the why, the what, the when, the how, the who, or what else, what other information is missing. What am I missing that I'm not understanding this story, this situation, with my partner's feelings, thoughts, experiences? I mean, you know the saying: you have one mouth and two ears. You have one mouth to talk and two ears to listen. And what does that mean to you, Beth? It means you've got to listen. <laughs> it's more important to listen than to talk. Yes, totally. So, yeah, it, it, it's not, again, we're not saying all this is easy, but with, with practice, you can definitely get it. And it does more, take it practice. It does take practice and it does take a lot of hard work. And we recognize that. Okay, so as we were saying, Listen to understand, not to respond. Mm -hmm. And one of the one of the best ways to understand 
and communicate that to somebody that you're actually understanding is to express an understanding, hello, and empathy. Express it. Express it. Verbally. Verbally. Yeah. You can say, I understand what you're saying, or I wish that I would not have made you feel that way, or that must have been hard or difficult, or that must have been emotional, frustrating, whatever the word is, that must have been, and insert the, insert the black there. Mm-hmm. Or you must have been feeling frustrated, you must have been feeling abandoned. That must have been hard. Yeah, you must have been feeling confused. Mm-hmm. You're just trying to express understanding and empathy. That's number one. And that's it. That's I mean, you're just verbalizing that you hear their need to be heard, basically. That they're expressing an emotion or a feeling to you, and you're just saying, I hear you. Right. And, yeah, you may not agree with everything they're saying. You nope. want to validate them, their feelings, their, their, their thinking even. What, you know, one of the things that disarms us quicker than anything is when somebody says, you know what, I, I understand what you're saying, or I can understand how that would have made you fe- feel frustrated or alone or rejected. It may be hard for you to say that. I understand X. That must have been hard to go through, like, if you're feeling tense and emotional. Yes. But, like Christian's saying, it really does bring down the intensity and the emotion in those walls. So as we were saying, number two, remember to use the following open ended questions. Mm -hmm. No yes or no questions. You need detail. Yeah. You want to keep the conversation going. You want to keep the exchange of information going. You don't want to just say, don't you love me? (laughs) Do you love me? Or do you want to argue? Do you want to fight? <laughs> Do you want to move out? Those are yes or no questions. Not good questions, but also <laughs> yes or no questions. <laughs> yes. You want to keep the conversation going. So, for example, here are some examples. I mean, come up with your own questions if you want. You could look online for a million open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. But what have you tried so far? When did you notice be- or, or you began to feel or think this way? Or what is most frustrating for you for this about this for you? Can you tell me more? Can you tell me more? What would be the next step for us, for you, or in this situation? The next logical step, the safest step. Can you elaborate on how you're feeling? Yes. Remember to be that investigator. Yeah. You want to investigate. You want to collect information. (laughs) Detective Christian. Detective Bethany. (laughs) And so the next thing is, again, we, we talked about this last week, clarification questions or statements. So, you again, you're, you're making statements or asking more questions to clarify. Maybe you don't understand yeah. what your partner is saying. Or you just, think you might. Yeah, or you're just flat out confused. Yeah. You're just, you have no freaking idea what's going on. <laughs> Where is this coming from? <laughs> so, ask, you know, use this opportunity to say, did I understand that you think or feel or want or need blank? Am I understanding that right? Help me understand more. Or, I'm not sure I understood why you feel that way. Can you explain a little more? And it might be some painful answers that you get about something that you have done as their partner. But it's important to remember that you're being that detective so that you can understand your partner better. And that 
it's just everything is a learning process. Right, you're, you're learning at that point. Even though, and we're going to get to this in a second, we understand that we can get hot under the collar. Oh, we can yes. get emotional. We can Lots get angry. We can get um, just blind almost mm -hmm. with anger. The next step we would recommend is to use summarizing. And here's the key with summarizing. With summarizing, you want to take a break, even if you don't say, I need a break. You really do need a natural break sometimes, especially when we're feeling overwhelmed with information. You just need to digest. We need to digest yeah. or think. Think through. Just literally think. Because when there are uh, those emotions involved, I mean, you feel cloudy. Your brain is just full of thoughts. Trying to process and, everything. Yeah, yeah. And so take a moment. And, and provide a summary so that why so that you can create a breathing point like a natural break right think of a movie right that has a in, um, intermission at the beginning or I mean at the in the middle I'm sorry and sometimes arguments can be or discussions I should you need say. an intermission <laughs> an intermission yeah we really I need a do. break yeah so summarize so what you've said so far is and then maybe outline three four points and use that as a time for your partner not only to calm down and think and, and hear you and feel validated and understood, but for you to also try to synthesize, to try to check your understanding. Isn't that reflective listening? Like, um, I want to reflect back to you what I think you're saying so that I understand. Yes, and, and the most important about, thing about that is is to use, don't, don't try not to use you you know, you, you did this, you did that. And because you did that, you don't want to do any of that. You want to say, I, I statements. Yes. I statements. Yes. I perceive, I understood that you're feeling this, this is way. What, this is what occurred or yeah. this is what you're feeling. This is what I might have like done that. to make you feel yeah. this way. Yes. And so that's, that's, what's going to be important about that is taking that break, creating that natural break because those negative feelings they're, they're real and they're overwhelming. They're powerful. So what happens if your partner doesn't want to take the break? They're like, no, I need, <laughs> we need to keep talking. I can't, I can't stop. I don't want to stop talking. Or they I, just keep going. They, they just need keep, a break. yeah, they just keep kind of hammering I, away at, at what their point is when you're like feeling overwhelmed and you're like, wait, time out. I need a break. How do you? Yeah. Make that happen for yourself so that you can be a better listener. I mean, it's very true that maybe your partner feels a need to stay there right next to you and keep the conversation going, the discussion going. I would say just let them know politely and calmly that you need to go to the bathroom. You need to go get a break and get a drink of water. You need to go outside. You need to go get a snack even though they may not that may not be true take that time for yourself and just do that and hopefully with time and as trust develops and as, uh, i want to say it as you and your partner have had multiple arguments under your belt, <laughs> they're going to recognize that you're not going to go anywhere you get better at the arguments <laughs> yeah you're not, it's not like you're going to be sucked up from the house and or from where you are and disappear on them yeah Let's let them know you need a break. You know, let, let me go. Set a time frame of when I'll be back. Yeah. 
I'm I need a half a, hour. I'm going to go take a walk on around the neighborhood. I promise I'll be back, you know, in five, 10 minutes and let's keep and tell them, let's keep talking about this. That way they're not thinking, oh my goodness, we're never going to resolve this. You're leaving me. You're, you're I'm feeling me, rejected. Like yeah. And so, um, that, that's, that's key, right? That's a good point though. What do you do when your partner does not want to yeah. take a break? Um, we can't control other people. That's the thing. So if they don't want to take a break, that's fine. You know, don't criticize them for that. You can still leave the room. Now maybe it's your turn to use active listening. <laughs> right? Shoes on the other foot. <laughs> so that's key right there. <laughs> In you, a discussion, yeah, active your partner listening could be going both back ways. and forth. Yeah. Yes, because I ha- I'll be honest. I have felt that when Bethany and I have had arguments or discussions, sometimes she's done and she'll say i am done i'm done and and i just feel like a terror like oh my goodness what do you mean why can't we finish this discussion i don't want to go to sleep angry i don't want i don't want to try to sleep the whole night with this issue hanging over our my head and so i want to i want to i want to resolve the issue right away or at least in that conversation but i do find i do find For me, personally, going to bed angry really does help. That that is my break. I recharge. I get some clarity. Going to bed angry, they say, don't go to bed angry. But for me, it helps me. That's my break. That's my intermission. I, I will be mad. But when I wake up in the morning, I feel refreshed and more clear headed to return to the discussion. So when I'm feeling panicked and terrified that this argument, this problem is going to hang over me all night, I guess what I need from you, Beth, is for you maybe just say something like, I know you're probably feeling terrified right now, but I promise tomorrow we'll talk about this. But when I hear, I'm done, I'm done, you know, I'm done, just I want to stop this and walk away. That is, that is that leaves terrible you hanging. For me. Yes, <laughs> and you think it's never going to get resolved. I I just can't I can't sleep that well when that happens. So it would be great to get some reassurance and some support at that point, Beth. And FYI, everybody, I'm trying to I'm trying to model for you guys <laughs> how, to, how to ask for something you need. And I'm also right? taking a mental note. And Bethany should be using her active listening skills right now, which I think she is. So it, that would be helpful for me because it's hard for me to go to sleep with something hanging over our heads. So that's why you have told me in the past, I need a break. Mm-hmm. Or I need, I need, I'm done. You know, like I've said, I and need so, to stop talking right yeah. now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, it's already 11 p.m. So what does this mean? No, we're never going to resolve this. Now you're going to go to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep, and so that's it. We're going to bed mad. But like, you, I do agree with you though. Sometimes you, it's okay to go to bed frustrated. It's a highly unlikely that one of you is going to die during Overnight. that during that night. <laughs> Let's hope not. I mean, in all seriousness, right? I mean. It's highly unlikely, but I mean, that's don't go to bed angry because what if you never talk again? I mean, that's, that's yeah. far-fetched. Very far Go to bed angry sometimes. Go to bed frustrated, yeah. but at least let each other know. We will return. Yes. This is important to me. This is important to you. Yeah. 
you're still a team. We're still a team. We're still together on this. We're not, I'm, nobody's abandoning anybody. Right. You know, we just need a like break. That. Yes. And so the next thing we'll talk about is reading body language. Mm. Not only the other person's mm-hmm. body language, but your own. Yeah. How are you physically responding? Yeah. Are you feeling jittery? Are you feeling hot? Are you sweating? Is your heart beating? Pay attention to that. Are you breathing faster? Are your muscles tight? Are you talking louder? Are you talking faster? All that are signs of of panic, of fear, of restlessness. Are your arms crossed? That's always a big... Your arms crossed, yes. Nonverbal. Is your partner's arms arms crossed? You know, so... um, it's very important that, again, at this point, if you notice your own body language and it's not well, you need that break. Mm-hmm. You need to maybe stand back and say, okay, I don't need to go through this five-minute period shaking, struggling yeah. to breathe. Because it's not under the collar, yeah. yelling. Yeah, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. You're basically trying to... It's like a fight-or-flight response. Yeah, you're, you're trying to swim out of quicksand yeah. at that point. Yeah. And we all know you can't do that. So take a five-minute break. Go get some water, splash water on your face. Take some deep breaths outside. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a hug. A hug yourself. I mean, gosh, do something. Go pet your that, dog. I mean, it's anything. Anti-anxiety anything. relief. Yeah, exactly. So don't worry. Your partner's going to be there when you take after you come back and kind of settle down a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's no point in... in, in Trying to resolve something when both of you are just angry. That's not going to Tense, help. yeah. The next thing is, you know what, guys? When you're trying to actively listen to somebody and they're in a vulnerable place, they're trying to explain something to you, they're trying to ask something of you, set your own bullshit aside. Excuse my language. <laughs> and this is what I mean by bullshit. You know, your own perspectives, your own opinions, your own beliefs even, you know, your own points of views, your, all of that. Just try to focus on what your partner is saying. And how do you do that? By doing everything we've just talked about. Yeah, that's true. A combination of Yes. That, okay. Set your own BS aside. Mm-hmm. Your BS will come later to the table. Yeah. Later. Okay. <laughs> it always does. We're it not always throwing does. Your BS away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody's BS is important. Okay. But when you're actively trying to listen, set your own BS aside. Mm -hmm. Seriously. As hard as it may be, don't make it about yourself. It is not about... At that point. Yeah. It will be at one point. But when you're trying to understand... When actively listening, yes. yes. And and validate them and do everything we've talked about, your bullshit does not matter. Yeah. Okay? It will matter, though. Okay? Everybody's bullshit matters. (laughs) New t-shirt idea. Bam. My bullshit matters. (laughs) My bullshit matters. (laughs) Your bullshit matters. (laughs) Your bullshit matters. Okay, let's get off the bullshit. Uh, The next thing, I did actually did this recently with Bethany. We were we were having a heated discussion, and I I mean, don't call it a heated discussion. I'm sure it wasn't. Well, it was it was heated, and it was an argument. It was an argument, and it was like we were, you know, both had a going at it. You know, we were just, and so I remember thinking. I looked at Bethany, and she did this thing where she was like, I'm done, I'm done. And and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I remember, I, I, I don't know why I did this, but I said, I, I don't know, I need, I, need, I need something to get through this moment for me. 
And I said, you know, I, I remember when I met Bethany, you know, I thought how beautiful she was, uh, how, how much I, I admired her, and she's still that person. Just because of this argument or this discussion or however she's behaving. In this moment. Point, it doesn't mean that that has disappeared and is never coming back. Okay. Remember that immense love and care you, you, you have felt for that person in the past. Mm-hmm. That part of them is still there. There's just a lot clouding it yeah, with your so emotion. Use your mind, close your eyes, and just think of that part picture, of Picture, a nice picture of yes. them and that moment. Yes. And set aside your own preoccupation, preoccupations for that moment. Another thing you can do is write all of your thoughts, your regrets, your resentments, your frustrations, all of that on a piece of paper. Draw a huge X over it. Burn it. Burn it. Rip it into a thousand pieces if you want. So that way you can actively listen. It's cathartic. Set your BS aside. Yeah. Put it on a piece of paper. Write it down. Flush it down the toilet. Make a (laughs) ten-page list of all the things you're pissed about. Okay, it'll be recorded, okay? It'll be there when the argument's over. Now you can pull out your ten sheets (laughs) and go at it. But set your stuff aside. Okay? Mm -hmm. So... That is all for today, everybody. We we really just we really just wanted to go over some of these points again. Good points, absolutely. Because they are important, and hopefully they're helpful to you. Remember, remember, write write them down. Maybe take it takes practice. I mean, this is not a one and done thing that you just do and it's automatically ingrained in your brain. You have to practice this every every day. Every every argument, every conversation, you have yeah. to practice. It's not the alphabet that you're just going to recite back. Right. It, it, it's putting together the alphabet into sentences, into words, into paragraphs, into titles, into... Making that's sense. That's how complex it is. Yeah, making so, sense of it. Yes. So it's, it's not something you just memorize and magically it's going to... In your brain. Yeah. Do something for it's you. It's a muscle. That's what it is. It's a it's muscle. A muscle. You exactly. have to work it out. It's a skill. And next week, how, like how um, I interviewed Bethany, next week she's going to mm. interview me. Hot seat time. <laughs> <laughs> and I do want her to ask me the question, like, what is my favorite part about her body? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me kind of nervous. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't think I could. I, I don't know that. <laughs> well, there you go. I know Beth will be listening next week. So anyway, just to remind everybody, we really appreciate all of Thank you for you. listening. Yes. And we want to ask you to go on Pandora, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, subscribe to our podcast. It really motivates us, motivates us and drives us to keep these podcasts coming. Mm-hmm. And we really are so glad you're, you're with us mm-hmm. uh, today. So have a great rest of the evening and we will see you guys the next time good night